Welcome to Truth Time, where you'll get a shot of the truth with no chaser. And now your Truth Time host, Trey Searcy. Welcome to another Truth Time transmission. We're taking this message of grace coast to coast and around the world, rightly dividing the word of truth and helping you to better understand your Bible. My desire is that you have an accurate understanding to what is and is not applicable instructions for you today. Truth Time Radio will help you to see that rightly dividing the word of truth is the key to understanding your Bible. In Romans chapter 8 verse 37, Paul tells us that in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. I hear many read this verse while looking over one very important word, these. The verse says, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. I hear those who teach the so-called prosperity gospel and those who have the so-called healing ministries get this verse wrong every time they teach it. Don't get it twisted. This has nothing at all to do with conquering your financial problems. You want to straighten out your finances? Stop spending more than you make. That would be a good start. Verse 35 clearly explains what are the these things Paul is speaking of. Read it for yourself. We are more than conquerors over tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, and sword. So when we're faced with tribulation, which means sufferings and afflictions, when we're faced with distress, extreme necessity or misfortune, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, and sword, which is serious and immediate danger, when faced with any of these, we are not conquerors, but more than conquerors through the Lord Jesus Christ. So as we see, The promise is not to supernaturally remove these things from your life. The promise is that there is nothing that life can dish out that you are not able to bear. Why? Because of the inner spiritual strength you have that comes from being in Christ. Now, this sort of teaching is not popular because it takes away from the illusion, the fantasy, and brings you back to reality. But, on the other hand, we are hearing from scores of you who are fed up with the illusion anyway. Now, look at Romans chapter 8, verse 37. Look at it again and notice we're told that we are more than conquerors. It does not say that we're going to become. No, it says we already are. This is precisely why we're not to be led by our circumstances and feelings. We shouldn't let them dictate our mindset. If the Bible says we are more than conquerors, then we're not trying to be victorious. We already are victorious. We don't fight for victory. We fight from victory. You see, being in Christ is serious business. If we can all learn to operate from that position, from the position of being in Christ, our outlook changes. In Philippians chapter 1, verse 21, Paul said, For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. In other words, Paul is telling you that there is no life apart from Christ. 
You are either in him and you have life, or you're apart from him and you have no life. Listen to me. Jesus does not want to be number one in your life. Think of it this way. If Jesus is number one in your life, then please tell me who would that make number two? Well, there isn't a second choice. Don't denigrate Jesus by placing him on some sort of list. He is the list. If you're a member of the church, the body of Christ, Jesus is not a number on a list. Jesus is your life. If members of the church, the body of Christ, are to follow Paul, and we are, 1 Corinthians 4.16, then he is our pattern. And Paul, who laid out the pattern for us to follow, said to live is Christ. Paul was saying that his life is Christ. To live is Christ. You see, Satan knows he can't have the soul of a member of the body of Christ for eternity, because by one spirit we've already been baptized into the church, the body of Christ. However, Satan, through legalism, will mess with your mind while you're still here in the flesh, while you're still on earth. Because if he can keep you oppressed, then he will have succeeded in keeping you from witnessing this victorious message to others. It's Satan's desire to have you chase after that works-based religion that is so popular today. Works-based religion feeds off fear. In Genesis chapter 3, verse 9 and 10, we read this, And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid. This is what we see being taught in religion today. Just look around you. Turn on your discerner. Ever since this incident with Adam in the garden, humanity has walked in fear. It's this fear-based legalism that is being taught in mainstream Christianity today. Unlike Adam, we're on the other side of the cross. We fear God in reverence to Him, but as far as our position goes, saved people don't have the spirit of fear. You see, people think that God is upset with them and looking down from heaven ready to grade their day-to-day -day performance, and then punish or reward them accordingly. Instead of producing good results, this sort of teaching applies pressure on people, and their performance winds up being worse than ever. Now you have a choice. The choice to stay in the works-based religion and remain in Adam, or to by faith take God at His word and live in Christ. Listen to me. It's much easier to live the Christian life after we're dead. In Romans chapter 6 verse 4, Paul says, Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. And in Romans chapter 7 verse 6, he says, But now we are delivered from the law, that being dead wherein we were held, that we should serve in newness of spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. You see, if you're saved, you must remember that you are dead to the law and no longer under the bondage of religious rules. We've been freed from the bondage and we serve God because we want to and not because we have to. Legalism says you're not free to serve Him, you're obligated to serve Him. Law leads to failure, but grace leads to victory. There are many today who have been led astray by charming personalities. They fed you bad doctrine, and you bought into that false message, hook, line, and sinker. 
Cyril Connolly once said, All charming people have something to conceal, usually their total dependence upon the appreciation of others. You see, they have a dependence on appreciation of others. They need a pat on the back, a slap on the rear end, where they should be totally dependent upon telling the truth and could care less about getting a pat or a slap. If you're saved, you have discernment. Keep that discerner up on high. Listen and test everything you hear. Over the years, I've noticed that many hear, but few listen. Many look, but few actually see. You hear what seems to sound good, but you really didn't listen to the details. You looked at what looks good at first glance, but you failed to see the deception, the error that lurked in the background. Country music singer Taylor Swift, upset with actresses Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, told Vanity Fair magazine, and I quote, There's a special place in hell for women who don't help other women. End quote. Do you see how that works-based religion has warped the minds of so many? In this, the Ephesians 3.2, dispensation of God's grace, no one's going to hell for their works. You won't go to hell for your bad works, and you won't go to heaven for your good works. The only way to heaven is by you trusting in Christ and His good works. Christ finished the works necessary for your soul to be saved on the cross. Now, by faith, you're believing that what he did was enough. That's what will reserve you a place in heaven. And your unbelief of that is what will reserve you a smoking hot place in hell. Hear me well today, and let this message penetrate your spirit, man. This false rotten to the core works-based religion, this works-based mentality only fuels the spirit of death. Are you allowing this false spirit to reign over your life? Or are you allowing God's rightly divided word of truth to reign? Romans 5.17 Listen to the book. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, that's Adam, much more they which receive abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness shall reign in the life by one, Jesus Christ. Go to the website and check it out, truthtimeradio.com. I'm Trey Searcy, and now you know the truth. This is Truth Time, where we weigh the evidence and make sound decisions. Not according to our feelings, just the facts. Time Radio, it's our primary objective to present complete and well-researched Bible facts. Our carefully studied material will lead you to the truth, enabling you to become awake, aware, alive, and active. Most of mainstream teaching is influenced and filtered according to headquarters and denominational interests. In other words, their gospel presentation is biased. Truth Time will help you cut through all the bias misinformation. It's our endeavor to maintain objectivity while presenting only the facts, leaving it up to you to decide for yourself. Truth Time Radio, coast to coast and around the world at truthtimeradio.com.
Yes, this is uh, Vicki from Dalton, Georgia. And I really enjoy listening to Quick Time Radio. And I've been telling everybody about this. Uh, this is Tyson from Hutchinson, Kansas. And um, just found Quick Time Radio. And I really like it. They answer all my questions. Hi, I'm just going to say thanks to uh, Truth Time Radio. Thanks for the information to clear up all the questions. Got a Bible question? Call 706-861-0800 or toll-free 1-888-988-9562. Email us at truthtimeradio.com. This has been Truth Time with Trey Searcy. Visit our website at truthtimeradio.com. Until next time, remember, when a man who is honestly mistaken hears the truth, he will either quit being mistaken or cease to be honest. (laughs) 